0: Love, talk radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. My guest today is my friend Zach Simpson. In the network, uh, Zach Simpson. And he's gonna talk about a few issues. One of them is the uh, the common council restricting blood Plasma centers um in Albany, and the other thing is about a new stewards going up. So, Zach, let's first talk about, you said you worked on this for a number of years, the blood plasma centers. How did that go? Yeah, so, uh,
1: hi, Cynthia, how are you?
0: Um,
1: thanks for having me on your podcast. appreciate it. Um, so, just a little background for your listeners that ha- may not be familiar with blood plasma centers. So, um, blood plasma centers are uh, a part of a multi-billion-dollar uh, global industry. Um, there's about, I think, about four main corporations that do blood plasma, um, and mm-hmm. the the one I'm going to talk about today is called CSL. Now, um, CSL Plasma is a, a multi-billion-dollar Australian-based company with a subsidiary. Um, called, you know, uh, down in Boca Raton, Florida. And they, what they do is they set up these plasma centers um, where, you know, people can come in and, um, you know, they extract the blood. They take out the blood plasma and they return the, the red blood cells back to the body. And they pay in they form of a gift card. Uh, it's kind of like a debit card, you know, where you know, you donate, they pay you, and then every time you use the card, you're charged a fee, a surcharge. Um, so back in December 2017, um, I went to a Neighborhood Association meeting, and CSL Plasma representatives came. Also, um, Chief Planning Commissioner Chris Spencer came from the Albany's Department of Planning.
0: Mm-hmm. So...
1: They introduced the subject. They talked about oh, all the
0: great,
1: awesome reasons to donate plasma. Oh, it's you know it's good for society, it's good for the medical community. But everybody was like, "What? What exactly is this? I don't. I never heard about a for-profit blood plasma center. Um, never heard of it in mm-hmm. my life." Um, mm-hmm. Certainly, I was certainly my red flags went right up. Um, I was I was concerned, um, and so was the rest of the neighborhood. They were not familiar at all with some, such such a thing, but um, so we talked a little bit about what an appropriate buffer would be, what would be appropriate setback from like a residential neighborhood, and we talked about a thousand feet, and it seemed agreeable. And actually, when Chris Spencer, because um, what he did was he had to draft an amendment to the code of the zoning because there was no provision in there to, you know, for a specific use for blood plasma centers. So he uh drafted an ordinance which had a thousand feet like what we discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast forward fast forward a few months, um all of a sudden it becomes two fifty. From a thousand feet down to two fifty. Yeah. So so naturally my neighborhood, me, uh my council member Mike O'Brien, several others from the neighborhood came forward Spoke up at the planning department very forcefully at the public hearing because that was a real issue for us. Something in the process, like why did it go from a thousand to two hundred and fifty? So what I did was I did a lot of research. I found a, a dozens of uh, research journal articles, magazine articles, uh, newspaper clippings, um, a lot of uh, online uh, journal articles, and um, I presented it all to the planning board and I spoke up, Michael O'Brien spoke up, your members of the neighborhood spoke up and the planning board actually unanimously voted to bump it up to 500 feet. So they actually mm-hmm. bumped it up. They disagreed. They disagreed with the chief planning official. They bumped it up to 500. So then it goes to the Albany common council where it goes to the planning, planning, economic development and land use committee. And I show up again <laughs> I, you know, on behalf of the neighborhood because I'm the vice president of the Upper Washington Avenue Neighborhood Association. So, mm-hmm. you know, I have a duty to, I have a duty, my neighborhood. So I showed up there, um, and presented again, all of my evidence about the detrimental effects of blood plasma donation, you know, frequent blood plasma donation on your immune systems. Talked about a lot mm-hmm. of the crime, a lot of the crime that happens. Talked about, um, you know, drug dealers target these strip mall locations. So they, before they even came here to Albany, they did their research, the CSO Plasma, and they found Hannaford Plaza, which is at the corner of Central and Colvin. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they want this location so much, it's on a bus line, it's in a strip mall, it's in a middle-class neighborhood, um, so they don't have a stigma from putting it into a lower-income neighborhood. Um, Mm -hmm. it's near an interstate, it's near a college or university, so that's why they want it. They think this is going to maximize the profit of that location. At the same Mm -hmm. time, I spoke very forcefully about this at the council. They were all going towards 1,000 feet in the subcommittee, but it ended up getting tabled, actually, pending further review. So, what happens next? Um, So, the... um, Nigro Companies is a company that owns Hannaford Plaza. They file, first they file a lawsuit against the city in Article 78. Um, And then they also file an administrative appeal with the Board of Zoning Appeals of the city of Albany. So then it goes back to the Board of Zoning Appeals. And I show up, again, (laughs) you see it's right there, I show up. I showed up at every single meeting every planning board meeting, every B Z A meeting, every council meeting about this. So this was a real this was a real problem for me and uh my my councilman too. So um I show up and wouldn't you know it it wouldn't allow us to have public comments in a public hearing.
0: Have oh you, ever heard, no. of such
1: have you ever heard of such no. a thing? No. Yeah. Kinda wild, right? No public comments. Um, so fast forward, they don't make a decision that night. There's another public meeting in January. Again, no public comments are welcome tonight, which really you now, know. Who, I mean
0: I get public Yep. Who who uh, stipulated that there would be no uh public comments?
1: The chair. Somebody had um uh, the chair of the zoning board.
0: And who's that?
1: Rich Berkeley.
0: Okay. So okay.
1: right. So at the next at that January meeting they um unanimously vote to make a determination they overruled uh Chris Spencer, the planning official, the planning um okay. commissioner. And they stuck it in under a category of the current zoning code. It's called light manufacturing. They're basically saying the process of extracting plasma from people, you know, a body component, is the same Mm -hmm. as a light manufacturing. Wow. Which doesn't make any sense to me. Does it make sense to you? No. No. Exactly. That's our problem. But... My councilman, Mike O'Brien, back in November, he actually drafted his own ordinance um, creating use-specific standards for blood plasma centers in the city of Albany. And that's what ended up getting voted on last night. And the vote was 14, 14 in the affirmative, and no, nobody in the negative.
0: Okay, but there's 15 council members who was Who absent? Uh Jackson was there at the beginning of the
1: meeting but I believe he had another uh commitment that he had to attend to so he had to leave unfortunately okay. before the vote. However, um to you know personal conversations I think he would have voted yes. Okay. All right. So
0: now what
1: so now what happens is the mayor has a certain amount of time where either she can sign off on it Uh, Not sign it, it, but it goes into effect by default, or if she could veto it.
0: What's her feelings about this?
1: I think she will um, sign it. It would be wise for her to sign it um, because, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, everybody wants it. Why would you not sign it? Um, And if you didn't sign it or you veto it, there's clearly enough to override the veto.
0: Okay. Okay. So, uh, was the Hannaford site the only site in Albany County in which they want to put plasma centers? So, just so you know, there was there is one. There's a CSL
1: Plasma Center um, in Schenectady on Central Avenue uh, towards downtown okay. Schenectady. Um, it's sandwiched okay. between an Aldi's supermarket and a um, and a dialysis. Kind of like a dialysis center.
0: Okay. Right on Route 5. What's that? Right on Route 5.
1: Um, Central Avenue. Yeah. Yeah, Central Avenue. Okay. Um, like okay. down towards where uh, Wiedek and Pontiac used to be, like down there. Okay.
0: okay. So will this be brought up again in Albany?
1: Will it be? What do you mean be going up again?
0: Will this issue be coming up again in Albany? Will somebody else revive it?
1: Well, you know, clearly um, there, this these these multi-billion-dollar corporations are motivated to keep finding new locations. You know, kind of like oil, finding new you know wells to drill. Um, but this case wow. is plasma. So. Um, could one pop up at Gilbert or Colony? You betcha. And I, I um I think I'm inclined to really go to the next county legislator meeting and talk about what happened here in Albany. That way maybe mm-hmm. these county legislators could get with their uh, municipal officials and talk about being proactive and putting in use specific standards for the uh protection of residential and parks and um you know, other 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 things like churches. So I think that's what I'm gonna like do. You. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna to go to the county.
0: I, I, I don't think those people like you very much. What do you think? With the company? Yeah.
1: I really don't care.
0: <laughs> I really don't care. Good.
1: I was my um. I think it was my grandpa. He always said, "What other people say about me is none of my business," and I kind of in the same way.
0: Well, so there, there's other uh, interesting news. Uh, for that part of Albany, you said that they're tearing down the old key bank that's on Colvin and Washington, and they're putting
1: in well. Pool. Let's not. I
0: can't believe uh, it.
1: Yeah, so let's let's back up a little bit because you're kind of jumping ahead. <laughs>
0: So uh, Sorry. What,
1: what, what it's okay, but that, you know, there is some truth there. Uh, Stewart's has an active interest and in that, uh, actually uh, I think there's three parcels at the corner of Colvin and Washington. There's the, uh, key bank building, which, you know, I love that building. It's brick. It's got a slate roof. It's really pretty. And then there's two, two families right behind it, right up against the backyards of the Rosemont,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, street. So, uh, you know, Stewards came to us about oh gosh, it had been like a year, year and a half ago. My neighborhood association talked about putting in a steward's um mm-hmm. with gas. With gas. And um we um I think it was kind of uh all agreed upon that we didn't like the actual design of this main structure. It was kind of a cookie cutter of any stewards you've seen, you know. Yeah. And um we didn't think it blended in well with the Colvin Avenue. Uh, you know, street front. You know, where it's you know, two story mm-hmm. buildings. Um, so they actually are, they came back and um, they offered uh, a new set of plans, which actually moves the main building away from the Rosemont neighborhood, which is good. It, it kind of you know kind of minimizes any impact. Um, and they're they're going to put in some shielding, some sort of buffer between you know Rosemont and the Stewarts, and try to you know. Um, do what they can to, you know, not, don't, you know, not, not disrupt yeah. them.
0: that yeah. there's a there's an establishment that sells gas right across the street.
1: Correct. Wow. Yes. Well, one thing that was interesting that Stuart said is that there's actually not enough gas stations in the city of Albany. Do you think that's the case?
0: I have no idea. I have no idea.
1: I mean, I've never had to really wait in line at a gas station to get gas. Okay. So, I mean,
0: well, well, Russell is here, and as an environmentalist, he's worked against a couple of storage stores, and I think he's got something to say.
2: Oh, hi, hi Russell. Hi, were you? Um, okay. In Troy, over the last few years, we've been fighting stewards at uh, three different locations. Um, one in South Troy, where Third Street and Fourth Street come together at a point. Um, they wanted to tear down a, a really beautiful three-family to uh, put in a, a a beer a beer room in the back, uh, a walk-in cooler for beer. Um, I think we've, we've stopped that for now. Uh, at Hoosick Street, Hoosick and uh, 10th, we lost a battle to Stewart's there. <clears throat> they knocked down the existing Stewart's and uh, a really nice house there and uh, expanded in Lansingburg on 2nd sec- Avenue and 112th Street at the corner there. A friend of mine, um, was battling the stewards there and, and lost. You know how Stewart's slogan is, We're closer to you? <laughs> uh, well, we're closer to you than zoning law permits, actually, because they built uh, within eight feet of her bedroom. Uh, they've got a, um, a cooling equipment and it's really noisy. It goes on and off 24 hours a day right outside her bedroom window. And zoning and planning in Troy did a very poor job. Of protecting the existing neighborhood there, um, wow. <laughs> was, Stewart's was able to get in Troy. There, there are laws for uh, how far it has to be uh, a back set, uh, side setback, and a back setback, set and they were yep. able to manipulate what they called uh, front, back, and side, so that they, they could get uh, uh, a really, they could get really close to the neighborhood. They knocked down a an existing house. And we built right next to my friend's house. And that was a few years ago. was really unhappy, and um, Jeez, you know, wow. Just... So we've had, you know, we've had quite a few run-ins with Seward and Troy. Uh, Jesus, what and... are you doing
1: next Wednesday? You want to come to my neighborhood and ask them some
2: questions? <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm I'm disappointed that they want to knock down a beautiful. Uh, I mean. Usually, banks are not particularly attractive, But that that key bank is a brick building with a slate roof. You know, we don't have a lot of those types of buildings in the city, and it would be better to uh, find a reuse for that building than knocking it down and taking two uh, two residential buildings off the tax rolls. Um, and you know, in Albany, in all of our, our cities, we're trying to maintain or increase our population not decrease it by, by knocking down buildings. It seems, uh, like, you know, I, I don't know for sure if there's a shortage of, uh, gas stations, but there's one right across the street from where they're proposing to put the wood. It mm-hmm. seems unusual that they would want to, you know, compete like that. And I've never noticed, you know, the, I don't drive, but I drive Cynthia's car and, uh, we well, never have to wait in line. It was, you just pull right up to any yeah. pump and uh, fill it up. It doesn't seem like there's a shortage, really. That's what I was
1: saying. I said, I, that, that, that statistic doesn't make sense to me
2: because if there's a
1: shortage, there would be lines at the, at the gas station. So I, I don't understand that rationale. But uh, an important point to make, the gentleman that owns the Sunoco station across the street, um, he actually bought an abandoned house that is right next to the Sunoco. Um, that was a significant disrepair, um, and he really fixed it up nice. So I am worried about the impact on his um, his profit. You know, I that that is a concern for not just me but others in the neighborhood. Um, so we'll,
2: I mean, I'll I'll still go to
1: the Senoko as well. So I'll support him. Well, he
2: did the right thing. He did the right thing. He bought up a a house that he bought a house that was in poor shape and fixed it up, and it's it's now occupied. Right. right. No, that's, that's what you're supposed to do, not knock them down. So
0: is there a huge public outcry against knocking the key LP bank down?
1: Well, we're going to discuss it with the neighborhood this, um, this actual next Wednesday. Um, we're meeting at the Montessori School on Tremont Street uh, next Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Where we're going to um, mm-hmm. – Stewart's is actually coming in to show the uh, plans for the project to the neighborhood. And get feedback mm-hmm. and input. Um, so, and what else is going on? Oh, yeah, we have an, um. There's a representative about the uh, community choice aggregate program that's being discussed. Um, I think it's like you know different. You're choosing a I I think a different supplier than National Grid. Mhm. Oh, good. So, so they're coming in to talk about that, and then we're yeah, going to obviously obviously talk about the blood plasma center issue.
0: So you and I have talked in the past about uh, Stop the Stories. How's that going? Great, great. A lot of
1: the members actually showed up last night and spoke up heavily in favor of Councilman O'Brien's ordinance um, restricting blood plasma centers.
0: And how's things going with the rap World, uh project? Um, um actually um
1: me and other members of the Rap Road uh, Historical Association are gonna be meeting with Pyramid Corporation um next week to talk about some of the, the um alternative traffic mitigation proposals that were presented in the um the environmental impact statement that was finalized um, recently.
2: Yeah, right. there's about um so there's a handful of like- uh on March 11th right there's a, there's a public hearing coming up on the uh, the draft environmental impact statement for the proposed expansion of Crossgate and it's yeah. going to be on uh, Wednesday, Wednesday March 11th at 6pm at Gilgolin Town Hall
1: which unfortunately uh,
2: I, have a, I have a direct conflict because my uh, public
1: access oversight board meeting is the same night so I probably won't be able to get to that
2: fortunately. Well people can submit comments prior to that. And mm-hmm. uh, I I'm guessing that the comment period closes at the at the termination of the uh, at the end of the business or at the end of the, the meeting on March eleventh. But people can go to the website and uh read the draft environmental impact statement and submit public hearings on the proposal by crossers. Um to expand in pine bush,
0: so this coming Wednesday, uh, you said there was a meeting that you're gonna attend yeah my um my neighborhood
1: association we're meeting at seven o'clock at the Montessori School, right in the cafeteria on okay. Tremont
0: Street, and again, for our listeners, what will you be discussing?
1: So we're going to talk about stewards. We're
0: going
1: okay. to talk. Oh, um, Zoe Brevelf, She's um she's with the um the Census Census Bureau. She's going to come and talk uh-huh. about the importance. Of, she's going to come and talk about the importance of being counted in the census.
0: Okay. So after Wednesday's meeting, I'd like to do another show with you. Uh, if this is going to be an ongoing issue, I think it's important. Because Stewart's has done this many times and caused disruption in the community. So I think, you know, since you're really uh interested in that that you and I could uh have dialogue and, and share it with the community and what's sure. going on, you know?
1: Absolutely. So, Sounds
0: good to yeah. Anything else?
1: Um so, um, just uh, we're, you know, I'm going we're gonna finalize. I think on March 11th, I can't make it to the public hearing because we're gonna vote on that big list of uh, equipment that I I helped um, pick out for the common council chambers and okay. the Channel, Albany studio. We're, we're we're um we're purchasing a lot of equipment. We're doing a full upgrade to the council with the audio, the video, the whole the whole the whole shebang. So I'm looking forward. Are you to
0: that. on TV? Are you on TV?
1: Am I on TV? Mhm. Cable access. Not yet. No, okay. but you know I've been talking about putting together a show, so I think I think it's it's coming.
0: Okay, great. And so I'll give you a call Thursday, and then we can discuss this. Do its issue again. What do you think?
1: Sounds great to me. Sounds good.
0: So, you have been listening to Zach Simpson, this is Focus on Albany. If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, download on your smartphone, subscribe to iTunes. If you have a comment about this show, hashtag Focus on Albany. And more important, if you if you would like to listen to this on FM radio, I'm on Mondays at 9.30 in the morning with focus on Albany uh, WCA 107.3, and I'm on Monday evenings also. So thanks, Zach. We'll talk, you know, towards the end of next week. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day. Thank you for all
2: your work, Zach.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Russell. Thanks, Cynthia. Everybody have a good weekend. Okay, you too. Thank you.
2: Bye-bye.